Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principle family, I pray today finds you well, and I am super thankful for you trusting us to mentor you in your relationship with Jesus. You know, on today's episode, I want to take you back to 1995, and some of you may not even have been born there, but it was Labor Day weekend, and I took my boys, they were then three and six, to Myrtle Beach. It was for a long weekend to visit my dad, my stepmom, two of my brothers, and of course, the beach was packed with people. You know, it was the last official weekend of the summer, as people call it, and It was just crazy. And so anyways, my dad took the boys to play in the water and I took that as a mommy opportunity to take a nap on the beach. And, you know, I did. I drifted off and I'm not sure how long I was out, but I woke up to my six-year-old Blake saying, mommy, have you seen Spencer? And I jumped up like, what, what are you, what, what are you talking about? So I guess the story is that the waves were really rough that day. You know, the hurricane had been there a few days before. And so Spencer, who was three, he didn't like how rough the water was and wanted to come back to me and just play in the sand. So this is what my dad decided to do. My dad walked Spencer, he says, all but six feet from me and said, go to mom and pointed to me because he didn't want to leave Blake alone out in the rough water by himself. And yeah, if you're a mom who's listening to our podcast, you probably just gave gave yourself a, you know, a big old face palm smack in the face and think, why didn't he just walk them both to me and then take Blake back to the water? But anyways, dad realized that Spencer like didn't make it to me and that he wasn't with me. And so he and my stepmom and my sister-in-law started looking for him. So, you know, I jump up after Blake says this, find my dad and got that whole story that I just told you of what happened. I first thing I did was I ran to the parking lot because you all he was this adorable, curly haired, like big blonde headed curl kids like he was just like adorable. He's still adorable. But anyways, my first thought is somebody snagged my cute little kid. And like took off with them and was headed out of there with them. So I am screaming his name like a crazy person thinking, how am I going to leave this beach without my baby? And how am I going to tell Jimmy, you know, worst worst case scenario, what was going on in my head? Everything was just crazy. Um, Every, you know, book show where a kid had gotten kidnapped was like going through my head and flooding my brain. And so I'm just screaming for him, just looking for him. And after I searched the parking lot with my dad, I headed back to the beach, you know, area, still acting like a crazy woman, asking everyone if they had seen this little blonde curly headed boy. And about the third person that I went to, this lady looked at me and she goes, is that him? 
and pointed. And there was my stepmom walking back up the beach towards me with him. Of course, you know, I still freaked out on him and was like, where were you? Why did you walk away? Being, you know, that crazy mom. And my stepmom was like, calm down. He's okay. And of course, my dad was like, we don't need to tell Jimmy about this. And I'm like, really, dad? And all the while, my two brothers were out in the ocean playing, having a good time, clueless to what was happening. And, you know, they didn't know that I was this crazy, hot mess mom out there searching for Spencer. We actually didn't stay much longer. And then when we went back to my dad's, I got in the shower and y'all like, I literally like broke down bawling in the shower crying, just, you know, thinking of what could have happened or, and then I like started crying because I was so thankful to have my baby boy with me. Like it was probably one of the scariest times I have ever had as a parent. It was like crazy, you know, and I am forever thankful that that guardian angel found him and returned him to us because that is what we've called that person that had him when my stepmom found him. The lady had seen him coming and so she was just took him by the hand and started walking him back the way he came, hoping that she would be able to find his parents. And so for years, we have called this person, this woman, his guardian angel. You know, and that story makes me think of the parable in Luke in chapter 15 about the shepherd leaving his 99 sheep to go after the one lost. God loves us so much that he's like that crazy determined mom I was who was not leaving that beach, that city or that state without that little blonde headed boy of mine. And no, I'm not saying God's crazy, but his love for us is so great He would do anything for you. He would search everywhere for you. He would move mountains for you. He loves you so much. And when he finds you, he celebrates because he loves you so very much. You know, he's a good God and he is there for you. You just have to be willing to let him in. And one thing I want to stress to you and I want you to know now that The Bible says we will have troubles. Becoming a Christian is not make our world perfect. That is not what it means when we become a Christian. But Jesus has come and he overcame that world so that we can, so that we can live in eternity with him one day. So now I want you to know that when you're hurting, when you've messed up, because we are all, we all do dumb things. But there is grace for us, for you. And you just have to go back and ask for that forgiveness because he loves us so much and he's there for you and he wants to take care of you and he wants to love you. And if you're not a Christian today and if you've never asked Jesus to come into your heart, I want to encourage you to do that today. And it's so simple. And that's what that parable really was all about, is how God rejoices over the one lost lamb when they come into the family and they accept him as a savior. If you have asked Jesus to come into your heart, that is awesome and that is amazing. But if you haven't, I want to help you do that today. 
And it's simple. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I love you. And I want to make you my savior. I want to ask you to live in my heart. Please forgive me of my sins. Help me to make you the Lord of my life. And all the days of my life, I will follow you. In Jesus' name, amen. So I want you to remember how crazy God is for you. And he would leave the 99 to come after you. Because you are beautiful. And you are so loved. And he just wants to wrap his big arms around you. And take care of you. And be there for you. Because he's a good God. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are. And you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.